0: Today, the case for adding more steps to your web form. A fashion brand is paying a huge fine for something you might also be doing. A Google change might surface some unwanted reviews. Why you shouldn't sweat your disavow list? Will Performance Max one day be the only campaign type Google offers? And on the premium podcast with more stories, no ads, and exclusive Deep Dive Weekend episodes, tap the link in the show notes. If in-app purchases are all the rage... Why are consumers avoiding it? It's Thursday, January 27th, 2022. Happy St. Sava's Day, Serbia. I'm Todd Maffin from EngageQ Digital, and here's what you missed today in Digital Marketing, episode 549. We're always told that the more steps a consumer has to take, the fewer of them convert. That's true almost everywhere. Studies have found that each field you add to a form can take your conversion rate down by about 10%. Put four unnecessary fields there, you've lost 40% of your leads. But one e-commerce consultant says there is an exception, one that sent his newsletter opt-ins from 3% to 9% with just one change. Jacob Sappington is a partner at the Homestead Agency in Wisconsin. He joins me now. Hi, Jacob. Hey, Todd. How's it going? Good. So you tweeted about this this morning. Before you tell us what you did, can you walk us through the foundational theory of underlying this something you call the micro yes
1: yeah so if you've ever studied sales at all you know that um you know sales are looking just to get any small yes out of you um and you know if maybe if you're a life insurance salesperson you say you know do you want your spouse to have the mortgage taken care of and if something ever happens to you and they're lining you up with these small yeses that it almost seems uh that you would almost be stupid to say no to and so by getting you into the pattern of saying yes you're more than likely to say yes to the ultimate ask which in our case is an email opt-in form
0: and so what did you change
1: so instead of uh going straight into the offer instead of saying hey we've got 10 off for you here or, or we're giving this away it says um would you like this offer simple yes no no there's not a field there already you click yes it goes to the next page which is then just what you're used to seeing when you get onto an e-commerce site here's this for 10 percent off Enter your your email here, and you can get this offer. And so, the only thing that changes is the first page says yes or no. Yes continues to the normal step of the form. No closes out the form. So it's just a little bit more of uh, asking the customer if they want something before assuming that they actually want it.
0: It's so counterintuitive feeling because to me, the way you describe it is that's an extra step you've now inserted before I get their email address.
1: Yeah, correct, and um, yeah, very cognizant of that, and. Honestly, I've I've tested this on on numerous brands and I've never seen it decrease conversion rate. And uh, in this case, you know, over th- close to three xing it, um, I I usually see at least a two to three percent gain, two two to three percent like like if it's eight percent now and maybe it's ten to eleven percent. Um, but in this case, it was three x of what they were currently doing. Wow,
0: Jacob, what's your Twitter account? At j sappington s a p p i n g t o n the letter j or jay the letter j good question all right (laughs) jacob thank you so much for joining me yep no problem jacob sappington is partner at the homestead agency you can learn more about them at homesteadstudio.co well fess up you've done it before you've looked at all your brand's reviews and you have cherry picked the five-star ones to put on your site that's called review gating and you're not alone Many brands choose to only put the best reviews of their product or service on the site because, well, why wouldn't you? Here's one reason not to. A $4.2 million fine. The American trade regulator announced yesterday that a fashion brand called Fashion Nova had agreed to pay $4.2 million for selectively omitting negative product reviews. They also promised to stop doing that. The Federal Trade Commission's complaint alleges that Fashion Nova used a third-party product review management interface to automatically post only four- and five-star reviews to its website and hold lower-rated reviews for approval. But the FTC says hundreds of thousands of negative lower-rated reviews were never approved or posted by the company from 2015 to November 2019. Quoting the announcement, deceptive review practices cheat consumers, undercut honest businesses, and pollute online commerce. Fashion Nova is being held accountable for these practices, and other firms should take note. Additionally, the FTC has released a new guide for marketers and for platforms to educate them on the principles of publishing online customer reviews. It might be worth a look, especially if you don't have $4.2 million to spare. Links are in today's premium newsletter. Woke up this morning to a nice surprise. LinkedIn today named me one of 10 rising stars of the marketing world for 2022, saying, quote, to say Todd has his finger on the pulse of marketing is an understatement, unquote. And of course, I am absolutely honored by this. Unless I find out that this is actually all just a genius AI play and, like, everyone on LinkedIn got included included in their own custom AI-generated listicle. Ah, who am I kidding? I'd still be happy. You can read about the other nine at b.link slash rising stars. Google has added a feature that could potentially deter customers from your business. A section called Updates from Customers appears to have been added to Google Business Profile listings in the Google Maps interface. It appears to show recent reviews from Google's local guides, which could be a problem if one of them submitted a bad review. According to at least one Twitter user, this update's not actually 100% new, it's just being noticed more. As it receives more attention, it might be another review target that local SEOs need to keep an eye on. We have many arrows in our SEO quiver, sitemaps, speed tests, backlinks, and so on. One of the most well-known is the disavow list, a list of web pages that have linked to you that you'd prefer not to be considered in your own Google ranking. For instance, if a spammy forum links to you, Google might think that you put that link there, and that would smack your ranking position down. So you give Google a list of pages that you'd like to disavow, and Google considers that when ranking you. But what happens if your site is linked on a lot of spammy pages, and your disavow list is getting too big. After all, there is a size maximum for the disavow file. Google search advocate John Mueller said on a recent Webmasters Hangout, don't sweat it. Usually, I I would recommend, on the one hand, uh, trying to use the domain directive as much as possible. That saves you kind of multiple entries from, from the same site. And mm-hmm. also not to focus too much on trying to clean up all links because that's always impossible. I I would really focus on using the disavow for links where, when you look at them, you think if someone from the Web Spam team were to look at this, they would be 100% certain that you bought them or that there was some kind of exchange
2: happening here. Uh, But for all of these kind of random links that a website gets, and even from spammy pages or copy pages or random forum posts, those are not things that you need to put in the disavow file.
1: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for 4 dollars each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
0: Some good news if you find yourself competing with Amazon. The e-commerce giant today agreeing to shut down its sold by Amazon program after some antitrust enforcement action by the U.S. state of Washington. The program let Amazon reach a price agreement with third-party sellers instead of competing directly with them. Basically, these third-party sellers would let Amazon's AI determine what price those sellers' products should be sold at, taking into account seasonality, demand fluctuation, uh, whether the moon was in Virgo or whatever else was in the algorithm. Yesterday, the state's attorney general announced that as a result of a price-fixing investigation, the e-commerce giant will pay $2.5 million, stop this seller program nationwide, and provide annual compliance updates. The lawsuit alleges Amazon restrained competition to maximize its profits off third-party sales and engaged in unlawful price fixing. The company said the program provided another tool for third-party sellers, kept prices low for consumers, and that it believes it was legal, but is, quote, glad to have this matter resolved. Here comes the Google Shift to Performance Max campaigns, the company reminding us this week that they will automatically transition existing smart shopping campaigns into Performance Max campaigns between July and September. Local campaigns will be transitioned between August and September. Additionally, the company will launch a one-click self-service tool in Google Ads if you'd like to transition specific smart shopping or local campaigns prior to that automatic update date. You can upgrade specific campaigns or all of them at once using the tool. The tool will roll out for shopping campaigns in April and in June for local campaigns. API migration will be available later this year. And while they're at it killing off campaign types, Google also announced today they will end dedicated Gmail campaigns as of June 28th. This was a special type of campaign that would appear in consumer Gmail boxes, usually at the top of the email list. Affected advertisers received an email from the company informing them of this change on January 18th. The announcement might also show up at the top of your Google Ads interface. Gmail ads aren't going away. They'll just be lumped into Performance Max. Advertisers who still rely on standalone Gmail campaigns should begin testing out other alternatives, like discovery campaigns, well before the deadline of June 28th in order to minimize performance impact. Instagram is testing more options for polls. The update will allow users to create four responses to their poll using the poll sticker for stories, doubling your response choices. Might be a small update, but this will be great for social media managers who want to drive more engagement with their stories. Previously, anyone that wanted to create a poll with more than two options would create a quiz within stories, which isn't nearly as effective because one of the answers had to be correct. You'll also be able to customize the color of the poll sticker question so your stories can look more aesthetic and on-brand. And finally today, the web hosting service Squarespace has expanded its member area's monetization platform, now allowing publishers to host and monetize video content. With the new tools, you'll be able to build a new revenue stream, sell access to your video content, and of course the videos will be hosted directly on Squarespace. The update comes as video advertising spending continues to grow, making it critical for creators to diversify their revenue streams. According to new research, video ad spending this year will surpass half of programmatic display spending for the first time. Yes, next year, U.S. advertisers are expected to spend more on digital video ads programmatically than on linear TV. Connected TV is fueling programmatic video ad spending CTV will account for more than one fifth of all programmatic video ad spending this year, along with one tenth of all programmatic digital display ad spending. If you are enjoying the podcast, you can get even more of it. More stories in each episode, minus the ads and deep dive weekend episodes. This weekend, for instance, we are diving into the practice of brand to brand praise. That's when you shout out your competitor. Is it good for your brand? harmful i'll be speaking with the author of a scientific study on that very topic this saturday you will only hear it if you're subscribed to the premium feed tap the link in the show notes or go to todayindigital.com slash premium feed and if you'd like to comment on what you hear have me read your tweet out just include it with the hashtag tidm or leave a voicemail at todayindigital.com slash voicemail or by tapping the link in the show notes talk to you tomorrow
1: feel like i've been gone backwards no, I did it already, but here I am again, and I'm ready to move past it, ready to move faster, ready to reinvent it, decide what I'm really after, in it for a minute, now I feel like a master, Still I got room to grow, miles to grow, got hours of classes, I was an ass before my life, get rid of my antics, let's get focused some...
2: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants.